feel like podcasting or recording just has me. This is like a some type of therapeutic release. That's why I like. I have like so many ideas in my head. I just want to get it out, and I think that's why I'm doing it mostly. Cause it's fun. That's what I do all day anyway. So yeah, doing a little solo pod. Want to talk about uh, NBA free agency? Or just give out the information. Maybe do some way too early predictions. Even though this is only day two of NBA free agency, and mostly I want to go over my road to wire online team, some of the football injuries, some of the effects of that. Um. So yeah, let's get, let's get to some of the NBA free agent. See news that's happened over the last two days. Catch you up. Do like a speed roundup where everybody is in case you're not up to date on it. All right. Lonzo Ball, Chicago Bulls. Jared Allen resigned with the Cavs. Kelly Olenek is in Detroit. Cameron Payne resigned with the Suns. Kyle Lowry, Miami, sign and trade. Burks stays with the Knicks. DeRozan in a sign and trade. Thaddeus Young. And he is in Chicago. Mike Conley stayed with the Jazz. Nerlens Noel also resigned with New York. The Mavs resigned Tim Hardaway Jr. Collins and the Hawks are not close to an agreement just yet. Uh, TJ McConnell, Indiana. Duncan Robinson stays in Miami. Stephen A. Smith says, if Damian Lillard wants out of Portland, I'm not sure he does yet. His number one choice is going to be the New York Knicks. So you know Stephen A.'s plugged in. Um, I hope so. That's one of my favorite players right now. So we'll see. Uh, That's still to be determined. Ben Simmons is still to be determined. Also, his thing is looking even more bleak now because the Wizards have got rid of Russ and unless and if Bill doesn't want to go anywhere that's a no cut with Kyle Lowry to Miami that's a no for Miami and then Toronto what would Toronto give up if they can't sign and trade and get Lowry in the deal um, so the Kings uh, you know with the uh, De'Aaron Fox swap some picks, something. Uh, I don't know. Looking, it's looking bleak for Simmons, but I don't know. I don't. I'm not up on cap space, so can't be the uh, smart guy here. I, I, I have no clue, so we'll have to wait and see. Paul opted out, declined his player option, but he is back with the Suns. What's his name? Uh, Kawhi Leonard. He declined his option, and he has not made a move yet. I'm just throwing that out there for kicks, because I don't know what the Knicks have to land Lillard in a trade. But Lillard Kawhi in New York. I guess let's not to mention Evan Fournier. Signed there with New York. New York had a bunch of cap space. Had to sign some guys. Uh, they still have a lot of cap space, so... They only signed Evan Fournier, um, and they re-signed some of the other guys. You know, Knicks, they're going to do – those Those are the moves that they had to make. You know, the guys are not going to 
land any big fish, you still got to go out and spend the money somewhere. So that's what they did. Lonzo Ball. Uh, we already mentioned that Chicago Bull. Some other smaller trades uh, or smaller moves. Moharkless to the Kings. Reggie Bullock is a Mav. Jeff Green to the Nuggets. Gary Trent stays in Toronto. Zach Collins, I don't know what he's done out of his whole career to earn $22 million, but he's got a three-year deal with the Spurs. Corkmaz uh, stays in Philly. Bobby Portis stays with the Bucks, And the Lakers made a ton of moves, boy. So they get Dwight Howard. They get Wayne Ellington. They've gotten Carmelo Anthony. They landed Malik Monk, and they have landed Trevor Ariza, and I feel like there's another guy that I'm missing on there somewhere, uh, but LA, LA boy, LA is poised right now, and I think they still have Brooklyn as the favorite Brooklyn, got Patty Mills, and they retained Blake Griffin, but that LA looks like they got some depth there. Um, I'm, t- I'm taking the Lakers, man. Lakers, I just like the way they look, man. They're going to be unstoppable. They're all going to be on a hellish pass back. Derrick Rose stays with the Knicks. Caruso leaves L.A. He's with Chicago. Batum back with the Clippers. JaVale McGee in Phoenix. Daniel Tice to the Rockets. McDermott to the Spurs. Shea stays with OKC. Oh, that's who the also Lakers guy was Cam Bazemore. Cam Bazemore in LA. Otto Porter Jr. signed with the Warriors. Good move for the Warriors. So now the Warriors get some some depth, some more length. Uh, but when you look at LA and Brooklyn. That's going to be really, really, really hard to compete with, even if you're as great as Stephen Clay. They're gonna, it's going to be tough. That's going to be really tough. P.J. Tucker is with the Heat. Spencer Dinwiddie was hoping he would come to the Knicks. Uh, he lands in Washington. Washington's got a, uh, a fun team to watch, probably, to say the least. They're not going to compete for a championship or anything like that, but they'll they'll be all right. They'll be fun to watch. Devontae Graham ends up in New Orleans. Norman Powell stays with the Blazers. Garrett Temple to the Pelicans. So the Cody Zeller to Portland. Corey Joseph stays with Detroit. Austin Rivers in Denver. Rudy Gay to the Jazz. See, with the Jazz, I wonder what the Jazz would really have to do to take it to the next level because I don't think anybody thought realistically that the Jazz would make the NBA Finals this year. In a year there was so many injuries, in a year where Mitchell was out, I think, a game or two against the Clippers. Um, But still, they were able to come up short in a game, in a series against the Clippers that didn't have Kawhi Leonard. That's Pretty embarrassing uh, for the year that they had. 
Uh, I don't know what it's gonna take for them to get to the next level. Them trying to shoot everybody, out shoot everybody, out shoot the three. It's not gonna work. They're gonna need a four, a four man. Are there any stretch fours left in the NBA? I feel like that's like a gone thing. As funny as that sounds, I don't. I don't know who the like the true stretch four is. Not like Carmelo. Like not like putting a three at the four. I think they. I think we just went smaller. I'm trying to think of like the true like in the in the NBA finals we had Crowder who was a stretch four, and Giannis is a is a big basically. Who are the true are the true stretch fours anymore? I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Andre Drummond to the Sixers. I forgot he was a Laker. Forgot he was wearing a Laker gold and yellow. So he is ends up with his best friend Embiid. James Johnson to Brooklyn. DeMar DeRozan. Uh, we spoke about DeMar DeRozan already. Rodney Hood in Milwaukee. I think I'm going to say for the big deals. Uh, Patty, uh, we talked about Patty Mills too. I think this is some little deals. Uh, Curry got the $200 million extension, second, the first player ever to get two two hundred million dollar deals. Horton Tucker resigned with the Lakers, and so did Kendrick Nunn. So, yeah, Lakers have retooled, they got depth, and they're not playing, they're here, they're coming, and They'll be back with a force next year. Uh, all the guys that I see, the, the narrative already is all the guys are older, which I don't see anything wrong with. You know, they're going to play. They're going to rest the guys a little bit here and there throughout the season. Russell's going to play at a, 100 miles an hour, and all that matters is the postseason. Right now, the only team in their way would probably be the Lakers. we got to see what the Clippers do. Clippers resign Batum, resign Ibaka. Um, see if Kawhi, if Kawhi is going to stick around But These guys are going to have no shot Against that Lakers team It's just It's too loaded LeBron That's minimum finals appearance For LeBron James And it's going to Sets up to, to be them versus The Nets And I got And I got LA All the way Alright let's get into some NFL injuries Carson Wentz Went down Broken foot has surgery. He's out 5 to 12 weeks. Jacob Eason looking like the starter. Uh, did not have good college numbers. Quentin Nelson, the offensive lineman, also foot injury. He had surgery, and he's going to be out for a while. Jonathan Taylor picks in the first round. Not looking so great right now. I was off Taylor, and uh, this looks... So far, so good. Uh, let's go over. Let's see what their schedule is for the first four games. Because you can start picking some defenses against these guys. At least for the first month of the season, too. We see how they look. First four games, they play the Seahawks, the Rams, the Titans, and the Dolphins. So, if you want to stream those defenses. The Dolphins were good last year. That will be a home game for the Dolphins. They were good last year. And, of course, the Rams were good last year, too. So, they those are, it's going to be a really rough start for Indy. They got the, they got the Titans and Seahawks in, in between. And the, the game after is, is the Ravens and Baltimore. Yeah, good luck for Indy. That's going to be a 
a tough stretch to start the season. Kenny Galladay left the practice today. Hamstring. Keep you updated on the on Galladay. Julio Jones is going to. I think he left practice. Uh, seems to be minor. And also Tyreek Hill, with, he left practice with knee tendonitis. So I wanted to go over my Rotowire draft and what I did. Let's see if I could pull up my guys here. So in Rotowire Online Championship, they have a KDS. Uh, if I'm being honest, I, f- I forgot what this stands for, but. What it means is that you can basically select your first where you want to pick first in the draft. So a lot of people or the consensus maybe, uh, duh, pick one. Why wouldn't you pick first overall? You could pick any player you want. But the strategy in that is, but if you don't like the top guy, but if you don't like the top few guys, which I don't in this year's draft, then I could pick late get the guy I want late and then come around with an early pick for the second round and then I can get the second rounder that I want really fast that's how I decided to do the first two rounds of this draft so what I chose was seven eight nine something in that order I was able to get the eighth pick overall which ended up really working out all the running backs went off the board I was able to get Tyreek Hill now that also is in question because I took Hill over Adams. And I just expect a bigger year from Hill. I expect the touchdown regression to go in the way of Adams. He had 18 touchdowns last year. It's going to be a lot to bounce back from and try to get those touchdowns. Um, and I just liked Hill. And then I went and got my homes two rounds later. So I went Hill... Metcalf, Mahomes. Now, with these wide receivers, as opposed to the running back, so it's a running back heavy year. A lot of analysts and touts are going to say running back, running back, running back, running back. And I get it. But these running backs are scary to pick. They're scary in these first few rounds. You have Christian McCaffrey, who's coming off an injury, and he's going first overall. I think that tells you the landscape of the running backs. You have Derrick Henry, who has umpteen amount of carries in the last few years. And everybody's worried about his workload and says that it's coming. The decline is coming. It's coming for Hill. I mean, it's coming for Henry. Which I can see. But at the same time, I don't... If I'm picking that high, I don't think that I'm really letting that deter me. But that's in question. You got Cook, who's off and off the field with injuries. You got Zeke Elliott, who honestly I think is probably the safest bet of those running backs. At the top there, he played, I think he played all but one game last year. Uh, he didn't have a good year. Of course, Dak went out. didn't help. But if I'm picking any of those running backs, I like Zeke up there at that spot. Then you have Saquon Barkley. 
He's coming off a major injury. Will he bounce back? He's getting eased in. I think the ish, I think the story with Saquon this year is going to be he's eased in in September, maybe a little bit October, and then he'll start getting on a run. And I can see him finishing the season strong. But then you're taking a hit on those first few weeks because they're for sure going to ease him in. They're not going to give him 20, 25 carries out the gate. It's going to be... You're gonna be waiting. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a process for Saquon Barkley. Jonathan Taylor. He's his season is almost already decimated. Offensive line, Quint lineman Quentin Nelson. He's gonna be out to start the season. Carson Wentz, quarterback, he's gonna be at start of season. If they can't get first downs, Jonathan Taylor's gonna be null and void this year. So these guys that are running backs that are picked early, I just don't see the stability there with them. You get a guy like Hill, like Adams, like Metcalf. These guys are on the field all 16 games. These guys catch the ball at a high rate. They're the best at what they do. So a lot of people are saying wide receiver depth, you can get wide receivers late, but you can't get these elite guys late. There's only... A few of these guys, and, and including a Travis Kelsey and a Darren Waller. There's a few of these guys that is going to do this week in and week out. And those are the guys that I want to bank my season on. I want to bank my season on these wide receivers. So I was able to get those. So these are my first five picks were... Hill, Metcalf, Mahomes, Hawkinson, who was the last of the tight ends, to me, at the elite level. He had 101 targets last year. And in a year where Detroit, outside of Swift, has little to no options, especially in a receiving game, and you got Jared Goff, Who's not gonna do so much? And you got his number one option being the tight end. That's that to me is a good look for TJ Hawkinson. So I was able to get Hill, Metcalf, Mahomes, Hawkinson, and my first running back be Miles Gaskin. Spoke about Miles Gaskin. He had good numbers when healthy. They threw to him a lot. They ran, he, they ran it with him a lot. The question is if he could stay on the field. So what you do is if you're doing this strategy and you don't go running backs early, you got to go running backs late and often. So I'm going to read you down the list of the running backs that I was still able to get despite me going wide receivers, tight end, and quarterback early. And also with the strategy, what I did was get the top guys at these positions early. Let's knock this out. Let's not pass up on Mahomes or even Josh Allen. Let's not pass up on these wide receivers. Get these elite guys as early as possible. And same thing with tight end. I didn't want to miss out on, I already knew I was going to wide receiver first two picks. I didn't want to miss out on the guy at quarterback and at tight end. 
I didn't want to go three. I could have went three deep receivers. But then tight end, I would have a question at tight end. I want to be stable at quarterback and tight end. I want to have that anchor between quarterback, tight end, and my first two wide receivers. So let's go through the running backs. So after Gaskin, I was able to get Raheem Mostert, who nobody's talking about because they talk about Trey Sermon, the rookie. But Mostert, 5.6 yards of carry and 5 yards of carry the last two seasons. And he knows the offense. Lana Fournette, beast in a playoff. Someone Tom Brady could trust, someone the Bucks can trust. Will he be there every week to produce for you? Probably not. He's had his his history with injuries. But this is why also you grab depth at all these positions. Especially at the running back. Especially this year. 17 game schedule. These guys at the top. Your McCaffrey's. Your Elliot's. Your Cook's. Your Taylor's. They're going to. The workload is not going to be there. Like it was in seasons past. I think they're going to be a little more smarter. I think they're going to give them a a few carries less per game so that they make it fresh throughout the, the rest of the year. I truly believe that in a 17-game season and the way that these guys are flying off the shelves with injuries. And we've seen it last year. I'll continue with all the running backs. James Conner, the other end of or the other half of the Arizona Cardinals backfield. We like Connor. I think he'll be the... I'm, I'm saying like the early downs guy, but he catches the football as well. So if he's good enough, he can't really keep Chase Edmonds off the field. He had about 70 more carries than Edmonds in a few less games. So... Chase Connors is gonna run the football. They're not looking on. They're not gonna lean on Chase Edmonds to run the football. So James Conner is there for a reason. So those four I'll play with between matchups: Gaskin, Mostert, Fournette, and Connor. And then these other guys, I'll see throughout the season if something pops. Xavier Jones. I let someone else get Henderson. He's injury prone. He's inconsistent. If Xavier Jones happens to be the guy to pop out, I have him ready. Cuba Hubbard, the backup for McCaffrey, the rookie. If McCaffrey goes down again, we see what Mike Davis did last year in the same in the same spot, same system, and he's already elevated to the number two role. So other guys, I got Naheem Hines. We know he what he did with the Colts. Pass catching. They use different backs. Like Frank Reich did with the Eagles. He does with the Colts. He'll definitely have value. Wayne Gallman. 
So I got another guy in the backfield for the 49ers. So between Mostert, Sermon, and Gallman, I got two of the three. Now, Trey Sermon might have the most upside, but will he get it? We don't know. So that's what I did at the running back spot. I also picked up Carlos Hyde, one of the last pe- last picks. He always seems to have some type of value. Uh, Carlos Hyde, if you don't know, he's on Jacksonville, so of course it's going to be tough between the rookie, Travis Etne, and then James Robinson. But he always seems to have some upside in there. Rest of my picks, I, I added Traquan Smith in the draft. Some, they got to throw the ball to somebody. I would love for it to be Jameis Winston at quarterback. And Traquan Smith is kind of the de facto number one with Michael Thomas down. Irv Smith. I got him at tight end. Some upside there. Now, Conklin outplayed Irv Smith last year down the stretch while Rudolph was out for the Vikings. And with Rudolph out of town in New York with the Giants, to me, Irv Smith is the guy. He has the upside. He's the guy I'm leaning on. So also wait and see there. And then the Panthers. I picked up the Panthers. They played the Jets week one. Even though Elijah Moore looks really good. I have to do another draft. I know it's training camp. I know it's a lot of hype. But Elijah Moore is playing with the first team offense. He looks good. I got to get him on the roster. I got to get him on the team. I was pissed I missed out on him. But the Panthers played the Jets week one. Played the Saints week two. And the Texans week three. So they could have a little stretch there. It's the Panthers. So, who knows? Defense. But, yeah. Just wanted to get on here. Talk a little bit about my teams. Talk about these injuries. There's a lot of stuff going on. Pay attention to the news training camp. It's underway. Hall of Fame game is, I believe it's Thursday. Thursday or Friday. So, NFL season is underway. Have verses on tonight, so we're looking forward to that. Locks tip set. Follow me on IG. You can email me at the same email at Real Fantasy Friends, and follow me on Twitter, Real Fantasy Friends with two S's. All right, I'm out of here.